Welcome to a new episode of The View Podcast. I'm Akshra, your host, and today's episode is going to be super exciting. We're going to be in conversation with Shavik Banerjee, CTO of Tata Click and Ashwini Ashokan, our CEO at View.ai. Shavik Banerjee has been pinned as the man responsible for fueling innovation at Tata Click. He's the brain behind the technology advancements, rapid scaling of the platform, and more. He's a VP heading several efforts across Tata Industries and has a doctorate in NLP, basically a star-studded resume. It doesn't just stop there. He was a professional cricketer who represented Bengal in the Ranji Trophy before he decided to pursue his career in technology. Welcome, Shavik and Ashwini. So today's conversation is going to revolve around current challenges in retail businesses and the role of AI in solving larger retail problems. Uh, but Shravik, before we dive right in, um, let's start off by talking a little bit about your personal tagline that we spotted on your website. Technology, not just for the heck of it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so so firstly, um, firstly, thank you so much for bringing me uh, in part of this conversation with a tremendous achiever in Ashwini, who I have the greatest of time and respect for. Um, and Akshara, thank you for those wonderful, kind words and introduction. Um, yes, technology for the heck of it. I actually generally believe it because in the world of technology, we create a lot of redundant technologies. We think that we are going to change the world. But ideally, one in thousand actually does make a needle movement in changing the world. Technology always was thought as enablers. Now technology is being thought of as a driver. But at the end of the day, I look at I look this tagline in a very, very, very different philosophical way forward. Um, what has technology done for human beings? Technology has changed the way we live. The lifestyle part of technology is fundamentally what we all work for. But if technology is not engaged in inventing newer things, and technology is not software or hardware or computing, technology resides within um, overall ecosystem. Technology is there in manufacturing. There's a tech which is built in healthcare. There's genome therapy ongoing, there's cloning technologies, there's the rovers being built to travel across the intergalactic space. Technology is just not software applications and hardware. Uh, so overall technology, if it doesn't make a betterment of our human lives, then it's not worth it. And we do, a, we go and we spend a lot of our time and money and we sacrifice our life in building a lot of redundant technology. If it's not impacting anything, it's not making the needle move any part of our day-to-day -day lives, businesses, healthcare, uh, it's not worth doing tech. So there's a lot of tech arrogance, um, intellectual arrogance of technology. Uh, I just don't buy that um, unless not human beings and their lives are having an impact. I, I, I think... I. I think that's that's a wonderful thing that you just said there about technology arrogance, right? I think um, especially in the startup community, especially in the AI world, especially with folks that have been very actively engaging with bringing technology into every part of our life at some level, I think um, there's been so much noise, right? And and the amount, and I think you, Shavik, have been very specifically someone who's spoken a lot about noise in the industry with reference to like new things coming up, right? You're, you're constantly encountering all kinds of companies out there in your in your daily work and i think you've you've been extensively talking about just how much noise there is and the kind of uh, um 
effort it takes to wade through the noise to figure out what's real and what's not or what's impactful and what's not i think that itself is a bit of a load in every yeah i mean that's what i would say that you know um we live in a bubble uh we think every startup in the world is the next uh, big thing uh but <laughs> forget the best, best part about it is we say it's the next when it's a big thing we don't take that word anymore uh so let's not talk about the next thing let's just make those pieces happen if it's going to be the big thing let the big thing be endorsed and talked about by everyone example apple example pixar example um boston dynamics example uh, spacex example deepmind and they are all changing the way we live right so uh, they are not next big things they are the thing so there's a and and, and uh, not every day we are able to build uh, the ones which i just mentioned so yeah i mean there's a lot of noise there's a lot of hogwash there's a lot of money making racket using tech um some people call it out and i'm a very very big endorser that gone are the days when technologists are going to live and work in a dark room wearing a hoodie and not get discussed the time has come where technology has to be evangelized in the right way and people need to be educated made aware and conscious of it because 10 years down the line my kids or the generation coming if they don't know what code and logical thinking is uh, they will not get a job that's the reality we are moving into so to, to get to that and ensure our kids have a better future uh, we have to put some governance and some proper noise of what is right what is wrong uh, the ethics are getting blurred the ethical part of living this and creating a society where we live in was devoid of this technology uh, bubble which has come through and i am of the opinion that time has come for us to talk and not live in the dark rooms and remain under the shadow of um, other verticals which ring fence our lives right so shavik moving into e-commerce all right e-commerce in india has been brutal um you know the flipkart versus amazon was turning into a walmart versus amazon war the death of snap deal uh, it's been a few years of total chaos so um why did tata enter this race can you tell us a little bit about why tata click happened and how such an iconic brand like tata is looking to take on so in 2013 the idea got germinated by our ex chairman and sarish mistry uh, our executive director for tata industries mr karas jamwal some members of currently the founder team of tata click and they were exploring the op- an opportunity for an e-commerce play um they went around the world met the met all the founders of amazon and alibaba and everybody said don't get into it just white label us xyz and um the tata group came and said you know what we have always built businesses which has lasted over 10 years 15 years 20 years 30 years 40 years 50 years we will not get into this play if it's a short term piece and uh, many models were discussed and then the model which made more sense was a ship from store model where inventory buying and putting a billion dollar at the commencement of a financial year is not required you keep it asset light and not go into a non inventory buying model and doing via ship from store the second piece was uh, between the growth of e-commerce uh, retail um, brands had taken a back seat um, the large marketplaces sell anything and everything uh, brands are uh, clearly a 
aspiration for human society when the wallet share grows in their families. And we said that, you know, brands will always be there and there's no positioning of brands. So we saw that we'll be a brand obsessed company and not a normal category or a product obsessed or a completely seller obsessed or a customer obsessed company, example of Flipkart or an Amazon or uh, Alibaba. Um, that's why the germination started, that went into an execution, and then we started with a handful of brands at Marketplace. We saw adoption, that there is a community, the target audience was not 18 to 28 or 30, target audience intended was to be 35 plus to 55 or 60, who have been working very hard in their lives to make um, a wealthy, good uh, standard of living, and who can afford to have these brands. And we said that we will we will cater to that part of the TG and um, hence Starter Click's journey started and once that journey started we saw adoption as of today we have 1000 plus brands in marketplace and then we year and a half back launched Global Luxury um, we have over 50-60 brands in Global Luxury and then now we have launched a few days back our Indian Premier, Lug Premier Luxury Indilux which is got over 125 brands and uh, it is catered for that. So we are a brand platform. We are an asset light ship from store platform and which brings people back into this, back into the stores of these brands. And then the third one is we are a, a customer obsessed and a data obsessed platform. I mean, I can tell you we're absolutely in awe of this. We've heard this from you and Vikas and and and, and anybody coming out of Tata Click over the last couple of months, right? And I think, and 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 here's why. I think every single person, it doesn't matter which platform you go on to, right? Whether you're on Twitter or Medium or any kind of article that gets written on, everybody is writing about the death of the brand, right? And then here comes a company that's over a hundred years old, and I think, you know. You're essentially saying the story, the exact opposite story, which is making brands doubling down on that brand experience. And and I think I heard, you know, that that conversation, the the conversation we were having the other day about, you know, at the end of the day, your assets, your website, your your uh, especially on the Indilux side, right? Everything is about storytelling. It's about saying those stories of of uh, uh, of sustainability, or saying those stories of, of the artists, of making brand and 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 the idea of making right, especially in the context of fashion, the idea of making and creation relevant again. And I think it's such a bold, fresh move and a vision for a company in an age uh, where. Like every day there's a new marketplace, right? Every day there's somebody trying to buy from somewhere else and sell into somewhere else, right? And 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 it's a completely online driven, completely algorithmically driven or completely driven by uh, the fact that there are lots of different types of sellers who you have no clue about, right? Or or a C2C platforms, right? So, so in, in an age where it's all about the numbers, I think uh, th- this whole approach and strategy has been is fa- has been fascinating to watch this journey, even in, in the short two to three years, right? And Shavik, my question here to you almost is like, where do you see this going? Like, w- what what about this brand story uh, makes it promising within, say, like the next Unfold five years, when, like- when just about everybody's saying it's it's not working and here comes a company that's making it work uh, what what are, what what does that five year horizon look like for you so the five year horizon looks like for us we have a very simple objective to achieve um tanishk today is it's, it's common news tanishk today is a uh, 2 billion dollar revenue 
brand with a $10 billion market cap. Um, in aviation, we are small with Vistara, but you will remember the experience of Vistara. Yeah. yeah. Indian Hotels stands out as an experience uh, compared to the nearest competitor um, with Taj and Vivanta and Ginger. And the intent is to become a brand destination and experience destination for a customer who's on who's a nearest baseline, maybe Farfetch, mm. maybe Netaporter, mm. maybe Tmall, but we want to better that. We want to take the experience to the next level of what these online internet businesses, which I mentioned, have done. Tata Group knows how to build businesses. They will not build businesses for exits. It's hard-earned Tata Sun's investment in the companies Tata Group create. Um, they will build a business for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and they will build a brand which will last decades. Um, example, a TCS or a Tata Steel. Yeah. These are nation-building brands and organizations. Intent is that, but the intent is to become absolutely a brand-loving destination and experience. Um, that's one line objective is clear in all of our heads. So much of the conversation on online, offline, um, and I think especially for, for, again, coming back to Tata brands, right, where traditionally I think most of this has been, uh, a lot of this has been offline. And to a large extent, I think, you know, going online uh, from, uh, from the whole offline strategy has been fueled by uh, the presence of technology, a very heavy tech adoption as well, right? Um, and Shavik, you particularly have been a pretty big proponent of tech adoption inside Tata. Um, you are connected with startups in ways, I think a lot of senior exec teams, um, especially of older brands or, or companies, large companies are not. Um, you, I, I, I like to tell my team, you're also an expert bullshit detector. Um, I, there is so much going on in the world of AI, right? And I, I really briefly want to touch upon technology and the role of AI in, in retail. Um, we have had a lot of conversations about about uh, the extensive amount of uh, uh, technology that's available out there that uh, passes off as AI from a marketing perspective, right? You have legacy platforms on one side that are trying to reinvent themselves, uh, companies that have been around for over 20 years, um, you know, and, and we've had conversations about how customer segmentation often passes off as AI right? Um, to take really large groups of people, put them into a segment and, and call them and call it personalization. Or to think about the fact that so much of our catalog management, so much of uh, um, uh, the amount of management and effort that goes in manually in terms of um, uh, managing your merchandise, right? Managing all the places different types of merchandise goes to and managing that across brands. And I know you guys are, have taken an asset light uh, approach um, and yet there is so much in the form of merchandise that uh, you deal with with, with uh, the different uh, brands, right? And you also have category managers in there that are continuously optimizing for different uh, categories and, and um, the different user segments that you have in the company. Now, there's so many ways to look at how technology can can make sure that you are delivering the right kind of brand experiences to the right kind of customer, right? Um, at Tata, what does that approach look like? Uh, from a customer experience and a personalization standpoint, 
um what is the story there and and how are you approaching this this problem of making sure the right kind of brand experiences um land at the hand of right types of customers ashwini akshala that's one of my favorite subjects um i'll break the question into two parts uh, the definition of ai and the hogwash which i always make noise about and uh, what is the what is the group's view on artificial intelligence going forward tata group has always tried to solve the problem of the common man the ethos of the group is nation building and impact to human life so technology has always played a part artificial intelligence however has different meanings for different verticals within the group so for cancer research ai has a different meaning for the group deep learning more machine learning somewhat getting there in automobile and engineering the deep learning and machine learning has lot granular use cases uh, tcs as a service provider becoming a tech company with igno uh, spinning out to be a new artificial intelligence company has a different message being sent out to the world yeah no absolutely and i think again the story keeps coming back to relevance right this the story keeps coming in circles back to what does this mean how are we going to use it in our daily lives what is the context of use why will anyone want to use it and what kind of advantages you know it can become electricity but uh, in 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 what form and you know how long is it going to take us uh, take for us to get there right and and it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to be uh, very binary in its form right it's it's not going to be on and off um it's definitely going to be something that's creeping into our lives i think uh, every day and i think um uh as as people who are both adopting it and as well as pushing it out um into the hands of millions of people and also as creators of the same i think at some level there's a huge responsibility on our shoulders right in terms of the, the design of ai in terms of how are you putting it out there why are you putting it out there and i think uh, you know i'm sure b2c companies have very specific perspectives on this in in slightly different forms as well and you guys uh, as well right in the in the context of uh, b2c but for us it's been you know thinking about working with other companies thinking about working with enterprise and putting ai out there it's been very very important for us to truly understand what especially in the context of retail understand what retail processes look like right why would a company want to use something like this what kind of people are they serving um how do we fit into your workflows how do we not just come in and be like you know everything you've done is utter rubbish and we've got this magic wand that you can wave and all of a sudden you know everybody's problems get solved and i think a big portion of the way ai gets written about and talked about is like that like like it's a ma- magic wand and which which i think is a huge is very problematic in that sense of how it's reported how it's talked about it is not a magic wand it is it is a it and it could be in the long run it absolutely could be a magic wand but it's it's the chances of us looking at that in retrospect and then realizing that it was like electricity and it became a magic one i think is is probably more the scenario than us just sitting up today and saying oh my god like you know uh, and and you and i and and a lot of other partners of ours talk about you know something as simple as image search right everybody wants image search everybody wants to integrate image search as part of their retail application and one of the first things we found out as a company very early on 3 3 4 years ago is while 
it's really important as a use case. A lot of us are walking down the road. We see things. We want to take a quick picture of it. We want to see where we can find it. But as a as a as a repetitive use, so it's it's it makes a lot of sense from an experience standpoint to to fill a need. But it's not the way product discovery is going to happen twenty four seven. That is not going to be the starting point of a journey when someone's looking for something, right? And I think understanding context of usage context of a use case context of human behavior and where ai sits or can on can deliver value i think is 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 a conversation that's that's not had a lot and i think uh, especially in the b2b or as we sell to enterprise companies i think this is a, a fairly huge focus right is to help companies understand how can you use ai to deliver value in a meaningful way rather than doing ai for ai's sake so um Absolutely with you there, Shavik. And, and if we can make a quick transition from here to the second question, I think the, the, the other answer you were going to talk about it in the, you know, uh, in a sense of from your perspective, what are the efforts um, Tata as a team is taking and Tata Click even more so in terms of embracing this and, and looking across multiple departments, I know for a fact that you guys are looking at it in a very holistic manner, right? You're looking at it in the context of luxury, you're looking at it in the context of stores, you're looking at it in the context of marketing, in the context of the product itself. And, and I'd love to get a sense of, you know, um, what is the strategy here in terms of how you see technology as an enabler for every single department within, within the company? So I think um, I think it's pretty evident that we are we are an internet business. We want to automate our processes. We want to build um, probably robotic process capabilities. Uh, we want to take the human intervention away with all the mundane um, KPIs capabilities, and we have to look at an internet business with all the processes, whether it's logistics or logistics and supply chain to cataloging, recommendation tools for business users, as well as for our customers. So we are looking at it a whole holistic way. We want to be ahead of the curve. We do not want to follow because we are already late in the e-commerce game. So we want to leapfrog in certain areas um, just as a company, not trying to compete or show off but just which adds value to us so that, you know, we can focus on getting what we do best, which is focus on the business mix and the brand, uh, making this as a brand destination, building our tech well, so that the rest of the automation piece is taken care of by artificial intelligence in its native state, some in its matured state. Um, And and that's why we have partnered with um, MSD, and uh, that's why we have partnered with a few other organizations. And um, one of the best things about what we um, like about Vue.ai or Vue.ops or many of the modules which MSD evangelizes and are building is an internet business talking to an artificial intelligence company which is building their organization around retail and brands is a niche. And we are a niche. That's why we are hoping to have a journey together. Um, there are there are many many challenges we will probably come across and we will solve them one at a time but we are a bunch of individuals in tata unistore tata click tata click luxury indie luxury who are not afraid to take that risk um we went into an uncharted territory when no one was trying to do that and everybody was on me too in a very competitive um sense and not the typical me too sense nowadays We wanted to do not a cloning of each other. We didn't want to get inspired and just mimic. 
we definitely try to break the boundaries and charter uncharted territories. And we want to do that with um, artificial intelligence as well. Um, yes, we will fail. And if we don't fail, then we are not doing something right. And when we fail, we learn and then we do it properly. Um, but we have the risk-taking appetite. That's for sure. That's wonderful. I think uh, um, in conclusion, I think Akshara has something really fun planned here very quickly as a, as a way of um, um, hearing a little bit more of a personal side to you as well here. So, um, so Shavik, we have um, a fun sort of rapid fire round because uh, there's so much stuff that we found about you on the internet. So we're going to ask you a couple of questions and you have to you know, tell us the first thing that comes to your mind. So our first question to you is, um, uh, what's your favorite social media to use and why? Uh, it's the Facebook group page. And because it allows me to connect to many, many, many individuals um, with a simple message. Uh, I actually used to use it a lot, but kind of calmed down. But yeah, I mean, I can play around and I can say anything and get backlashed and get a slap on my wrist. But you know what? It's my opinion. If you don't like it, don't like it. Don't comment on it. Right. Um, and what is the one technology trend that is overrated according to you? AR and VR. It's completely overrated. Uh, how, who would want to wear a VR glass and watch a personalized movie? No, I won't. I want to watch it. I would watch it at 70 mm with thousands of people and clap and laugh and have fun. Yeah, I mean, I have my objection. I mean, it, it has its own place. AR probably has its own place in healthcare more, but VR is not taking off. And what would you say, uh, you know, in your experience is the best brand in the world or the best brand according to you that we all should aspire to be like? Apple. Okay. Uh, and your favorite book currently? Nual Harari's Sapiens and Homo Deus. And um, our last question, which is the one thing you tell startup founders about getting uh, the industry to adopt their technology. Um, solve the problem, invent, and make an impact. Um, if you start thinking of exit, do not be around five kilometers in my space. <laughs> okay. Well, um, thank you so much, Shravik, for, uh, you know, this really fun rapid fire and this engaging conversation. And thank you, Ashwini, also for being a part of this. I think it's been, I think it's, I must take a moment to say, Shravik, thank you so much for joining us here. It's been an incredible journey working with you and the team for the past two plus years. And I think I, I can't stress enough um, the fact that, I mean, we call this podcast series Leaders in Retail, and, and there is no doubt uh, uh, you are a leader in retail, and so are you know, the, the folks there at Tata Click that are working to establish a model um, that the, that's, that's the exact opposite of where the rest of the world is headed. And I think um, we wish you a lot of luck, and um, here's to a nice long partnership. Absolutely, and more importantly, I felt in genuine August presence when I was spent those two days last week in Chennai with you guys. And um, there's something special brewing there. And uh, I'll sip that coffee as long as it keeps brewing.